like another minute and then turn it off. One more minute. La la la. Coming to you live. <laughs> I've never said that before. <laughs> no, but seriously, coming to you live, except this isn't live. By the time you would have heard this, <laughs> it would be days. <laughs> So, thank you guys for, um, okay, that's a trash intro. Dude, I'm not good at this. <laughs> you no, no, you're right. I'm, I scratched that. Yeah, I'm scratch fantastic. That. You know what else I'm great at? Being a comedian. I will be doing a second stand-up comedy set this Sunday. <laughs> Who's ready? Hey, yo, we're ready. <laughs> Come see me this Sunday um, at the Truth Spot LV. Um, yeah, it's going to be fun. <sighs> I got nervous. <laughs> yeah, I saw it. I see it now. I got nervous, dude, bro. Because it's like, I don't know the audience. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Tell the audience, like... <laughs> I mean, you don't need to know the audience. Like, everyone's going to be listening to it. So it's just everybody. Well, actually, I mean, you know, rhetoricians would argue that one does, in fact, need to know the audience. Mm. A successful speaker does. I see what you mean. But I feel like um, you could accept, like humanity as your general audience and then you just like have a really broad like you can just take a broad approach to it then and just do it however you want to do it you know because if you box your audience into some demographic i don't know you don't want to like you don't want to be like tailoring to people necessarily because that leads you into like pandering maybe that's actually excellent advice yeah so i'll be doing that and i'll be applying this advice that coda just gave me oh by the way this is coda everyone oh yeah what's up (laughs) i'm coda max on this episode we will be asking each other three questions um that each of us conjured up and i'll go ahead and start us off what made you, Coda, go for the Jesus Christ hair? Uh, I think that's a good question. Um, firstly, I would say I didn't necessarily go for the Jesus Christ hair. <laughs> it more went for me when you really think about it. Um, because I never <laughs> planned on this, you know. I kind of just forgot to get a haircut for... Not forgot, but I forgot slash was unable to get a haircut for a couple of years so it just kind of grew and then once it got like this i was like oh it's long i grow my facial hair a little bit so now <laughs> people tell me i look like really any fucking dude that they know who has long hair you know some guy <laughs> told me i look like weird al yankovic the other day like and it's cool i like that i like to be associated with familiar faces to people <laughs> but i mean i don't know i'm in people's like if i were to rank all the people that i got that i look like like, Jesus in his, you know, westernized depiction, you know, not not the original Jesus, but the one that we see in the pictures in America, 
they say, oh, you look like Jesus. And I'm like, oh, you know, my uncle told me that first. And then from there, I just started getting it a lot. Like, uh, I don't know, it's cool. I kind of like, uh, it's cool, it's good. I'm happy that, that people say that because it makes me feel like I remind them of Jesus. And even though I'm not Jesus, like, I'm glad that I remind you of that. <laughs> so, yeah, I didn't go for it, but I wholeheartedly embrace it, you know, like, that's my plan. So do you get it trimmed at that length now? I do get it trimmed, yeah. At that exact same length? No, if it, if it gets longer, it gets longer. Like, it can, it can, it can grow to my heels if it wants, but it ha- it's, it's kind of plateaued at this length for a little while. Oh, it's plateaued. Okay, your turn. Oh, yeah. Um, alright. If you could go back at any point in your life and, uh, confront, like, not confront, but meet the younger version of you at any point and give that person one piece of advice, what would it be? And when would you go and tell it to yourself? I think I would go to sixth grade me. Mm -hmm. 11 12 year old me Mm -hmm. and be like don't worry about them kids go read because Mm -hmm. i used to read so much growing up and i got caught up trying to be cool at that age you know Mm -hmm. i wanted to be cool but i couldn't be cool because i had high waters and i didn't have boobs <laughs> I see what you mean. Yeah, alright, your question. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good answer. <laughs> who <clears throat> Who is someone you look up to and why? Oh wait, real quick. I would just like to clarify that the reason I would say go back to reading books is because all I need would have needed was a gentle reminder. You know? Mm-hmm. Like that because i had at that age i had these like concerns i had these like insecurities and i mean i guess like most angsty teenagers you know i just like kept it in and i think a lot of um kids that age would benefit from just having some level of that type of support you know Mm -hmm. yeah i agree but um yeah, okay, so your question is who is someone you look up to and why? I would say that <clears throat> there can't be, like, one individual naturally that, like, because even the people closest to me, like, um, after knowing them long enough, I'm forced to, like, recognize their flaws so they don't factor into, like, how I aspire to be. But, like, the people that I'm closest to have the most qualities that I admire and the qualities that I admire are the ones that I aspire to, you know? So I can think of a probably like a list of like five people in my life who um, just impacted me the most in that way because they've shown like the highest level of, they've demonstrated the most qualities that I aspire to have, you know? Um, And really like, I would, okay, I would say his real name was William, and um, I lived in Cleveland, I'll say that. I lived in Cleveland, his name was William, and he was like a mentor to me, 
but also a friend who's a close mentor friend. He was like one of my, uh, he was somebody who like I could communicate with on any level that I wanted to, you know? So I'm basically shouting him out, William. Like if you ever listen to this, like, Oh, he's a real person. He's a real human being. Yeah. Okay. This whole time I thought you were like creating an alias and like making up like a fake city. No, I lived in Cleveland. Oh. Oh, okay. So, wait. So, what did William do? He was a he was a mentor to me. Um, no, he helped me like navigate life at the point where I was probably. At your angstiest? Probably at my weakest. Like, yeah, I was just at my worst. Like, I was, like, that was probably when my problems, my problems in life were greatest at this time. For this, like, four-year period that I knew him. I mean, I still, I still know him, but, like, I also lived in the same city and had, like, a connected relationship with him. Um, Was this before you were... Wait, how am I bringing this up? You can bring it up. You okay. Yeah, you Was it. this before you were hospitalized? Yeah, um, he, I knew him. I knew him well before I was hospitalized. I mean, the last time I had been hospitalized before that. But yeah, I knew him. He came to visit me in the hospital, though. And that was cool. That was tight. Because I didn't live there anymore. But I ended up back in the hospital there. Mm. Um, At Cleveland? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's right. You, t- you told me that you had... Because you were living out here, but yeah. then you went back there. Yeah. To Because uh, there was better hospitals. There was just better healthcare. Yeah. <sighs> mm-hmm. Like, the hospitals out here didn't really have, like, the, uh, like the resources mm. for what I needed. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Um, but anyways, yeah. I would say that individual... This is somebody who, like, I ranks first and who I aspire to be, like, you know. I aspire to be, like, that person. Everyone else also has... Everyone else that I value, I would say, has some kind of quality that, like, in an ideal world, I would say I could have that quality, too. You know, like, that could be true for me. You know? Like, uh, if your name is Taj, if your name is TJ Gainley, if your name is Abigail, like... These are friends from Cleveland. Like they have these, these. I'm shouting them out. Like they have, they have, they're people who like, I aspire to be like. You know, my mother and father. They're like people. They're very flawed people. They're very interesting people. They're the most interesting people I think that I've known in my whole life. You know, and now I'm like an adult and I can see their flaws. I can see their strengths and their weaknesses so clearly, like, so fucking clearly. And which is cool because I know exactly what strengths that my mother has and that my father has that I want. And I can see very clearly the weaknesses that I don't want to have, you know? Mm. So that's tight. That's how, that's how people inspire me, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I rattled off a few names of, of people. They're just like, they were just like people who were, most of those people, all those people are people who are close to me, like when I was at my most vulnerable, you know, when I was at my weakest. Mm. When I was like, yeah, I don't know. I was I was a I was a wild youth, you know. And uh 
had a lot of problems. Alright. Uh, my question for you next. Um, this episode is fast-paced. Yeah, is that good? Is the pacing good, you think? Um, I think it's good for the listener. You think so? I think for me, it's like... Yeah. Because I'm... But, you know, this is my first time doing... Like... Because the first... The last episode was with Cece and Kenny, and that was, mm-hmm. like, more people, you know? Yeah. Right. So it had, like, a easier flow. Mm-hmm. But, like, with one other person, it just is, like... Oh, shit, like... It's like we're having a conversation, but at the same time, it's slightly different. Mm-hmm. Because, because there's an imaginary audience present. <laughs> yeah, so mm-hmm. it's like... I feel like... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. It's like we're talking to people. That's crazy. But, it, oh, like, you know how you shouted out the people who were really close to you? Yeah. Because at first I thought William was, like, a, like not a real person, like, name. No, he's a real person. No, 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 no. He was a real person, but he wasn't, like, he didn't... Well, I oh. said his real name is William because he actually doesn't go by William anymore. He, oh. Like, it was his birth name, but we call him something different. That's why I said William. Oh, really? Yeah. Every, the other people's names, I said they're normal, called by names. <laughs> but William... Like, I didn't call him William. I'll say that much. <laughs> but we lived in Cleveland, and his real name was William. <laughs> I intentionally chose to, like, keep his known name out of it. Mm. Okay, because... <clears throat> I kind of caught on to that a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then also when, like, you were shouting out your friends, I was like... That felt like... Yeah, like, like a I moment. Said, I said one guy's full name, two people's first names, I think. I might have said other people's names. Yeah, that but. really felt like a moment because I felt like it wasn't just, like, you and I having a conversation, you know? You were, like, mm. bringing them in to the conversation. Yeah, I was. So it's like, now I gotta be like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. No, you can ignore them, bro. They're not even here. <laughs> <laughs> I know they're really not here, but what if, like, you're like, hey, guys, I did a podcast with Brenda, like, check it out, and then they listen to it, and then they hear the shout-out, you know? Yeah. It's like, well, I'm just gonna ignore them. Yeah, bro, fuck them, they're not even here. <laughs> I, I just I just paid an homage to them. Mm. I wasn't inviting them. But that's interesting. <laughs> Lord have Coffee mercy. is like a double-edged sword for me. Like it's really helpful. I feel like sometimes it focusing, but I can just I can just get wired with it. Like I'll start adding the five-hour energies, and I'll just be awake for like three days. You know, like you know, like maybe a couple hours of sleep somewhere. But ultimately, it's just like fucking we're buzzing around the city, like you know. What, Kona? What? <laughs> no, See, now I'm talking to the audience. <laughs> Do you guys hear this? <laughs> I mean, some of them probably know what I'm talking about. Like, Do any of the people you shouted out, would they know? <laughs> uh, some of them, yeah, would, yeah. Which ones? Uh, well, 
William wouldn't know, but he would know if I told him. Like, <laughs> he would get, he would understand it. He would understand, like, I know what you're talking about. Like, um, he doesn't know about it, like, with me. Uh, Taj would know. Uh, Abigail would understood if I told her. <laughs> Fucking, um, Christine would know, for sure. It sounds like you have a large group of friends. I have a, like a, like a network. Friends. A network. Some of them know each other, some of them don't. A constellation. Right? It's a constellation. <laughs> but they all know me. Right? I love that word. They all know me. That's all that some of them like that's the only thing they have in common. Is that they know me. Whoa. But some of them are like best friends with each other too. So oh. kinda, like a couple of it's them. It's like you've recruited your own, but also you've like I've built myself on this. Built like an <laughs> empire. This, I wouldn't go as far as to say it, to use that term. <laughs> a kingdom. It could be. I could make it that if I really wanted to protect them. Oh my gosh! Wait, you never watched Game of Thrones? Uh, <laughs> Game of Thrones, right? No, I never watched it. Okay, you need to because there's extortion an extortionist in there. I watched The Sopranos. They're in that. Oh, dude! Earlier today, I've like I, I turned off. <laughs> Madagascar, I couldn't watch it. <laughs> and I'm like, bro, what the fuck do I watch? So that's what I'm watching. <laughs> Sopranos? Do it. Yeah, because, yeah. like, I'm telling you, I had no idea what I was going to watch. And that's why I think I, like, turned it off because I gave up. But then I, I watched um the that one movie I told you, um, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Oh, yeah. It was kind of good. Mm-hmm. I just wish the ending was, like, oh, no. But if the ending was any chip chipper, like it would have been not a good movie. Mm. So I know a dark note. Yeah. yeah. It did end in a dark note. But I feel like that's how good like scary movies are. Yeah. Definitely. It's time for the outro. <laughs> I guess like if we wanna dive more deeper into these topics, Coda, we can come back to them. Mm-hmm. Oh oh oh, real quick, real quick. What's my favorite type of music genre? genre what genre was um use tumor again i forgot wow <laughs> fails <laughs> i was i mean i was i had something <laughs> <laughs> you did have something i respect that okay honestly i don't like i asked cc and kenny on the last episode what who my top like who some of my top three favorite artists mm-hmm. are and yeah. then like <clears throat> yeah like they they came up with two um and then but I didn't expect them to know, you know? I just wanted to see what they say. And then I just wanted to see what you would say. There was an also, like, um... But, oh, I forgot show, we did show you... You were, play, you were playing... Yeah, you you guys... That's, like, that's how I knew. Because, like, you were playing it in the car while I was there. I was like... <laughs> oh, she said she liked this, like, a lot. She was, like, going crazy about it. So I'll just ask her about that. And then, also, like, um... Last night, you were playing something. You were playing, like... You played two different artists... And I don't remember their names, but I remember it was like hip hop. It was cool. I was into it. Uh, so that's probably one of that's probably a correct answer. <laughs> that's actually a good answer. Okay, so um, <clears throat> thank you, Coda, for uh, being on. Who is that? Be talking to. My pleasure. Anytime. I'll be, yeah. It's just tight. Um, <laughs> <I> tr- <laughs> no, I'm not gonna say it. I was gonna, I was about to say my outro sucked, but I was like, I'm not gonna say that. Oh yeah, yeah. no, you can no. even cut it out. You can go as far as to cut that out. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we use positive self talk around here. Yeah. 
So what what else would you say? What, what would you have said actually? Well, this is just like my personal outro. Like you have the actual podcast outro to do. But yeah. I'm just saying. Like, this is technically like y- your outros within this larger outro. It's the uh, intro to the outro. My I mean, intro to the outro. I would say like you know how parentheses work. Yeah. So it's like a parentheses okay, and a parentheses. Like yeah. I'm thinking math. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. thinking, what was I thinking? What did I say? <laughs> <laughs> I said, I can't even remember what I said. Inc. I was thinking English, right? Intro, yeah. It's the start, though. It's the beginning of, it's the first part of. I would say outro. it's like the third sentence. It's the third sentence? Oh, yeah. yeah. It was like the third sentence. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Actually, you know, it's funny what I had written down now that I'm reading it. <laughs> Uh, cause I actually wanted you to say my outro, but you declined. Instead, did, you yeah. wanted to have your own outro. I don't want to outro. Apparently, no, not really. I'm like, I think that says a lot about how humans really, you know, like need autonomy. Hmm. You know. You think? Yeah, because it's like you don't want to be told to do somebody else's outro. Well, yeah. And, and I feel like Cece and Kenny had a, a similar reaction. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, yes to autonomy. But also, like, if, like, you have autonomy and you just simply do want to do it, like, for some reason, which would be an odd reason at this point because you're the third person to decline, you know. But yeah. uh, but if it was their choice to, then that'd be tight. Maybe I'll have somebody to do it, but... Well, I feel like it also uh, is, like, a better presentation for you, you know, like, is if... if because it gives it like consistency you know right if you always do it and it's the outro has your face on it so to speak you know right facts yeah i wrote down that i guess i can't avoid creating an outro forever so um yeah i kind of started this draft Mm -hmm. which i will now say okay thank you for listening to who is that be talking to Available on Spotify and Anchor.fm. <laughs> I'm laughing. I'm just going to include that too. <laughs> While you're there, though, make sure to also check out All Things Be, a podcast that ranges in topics from hip-hop to feminism and more. That's my outro. I, it's like a working, like, living draft. Yeah. That's cool. Because it can alter, but, like, as long as it's you doing it, it'll seem pretty consistent, like, all the time. Right.